Welcome to Hughes from the Heart, my friends. Thanks a lot for being here on the podcast. I dug up in the archives a really, really cool article, commentary, blog, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I'm going to share it with you and introduce you to Tim Denning. I just discovered Tim Denning today, and I'm following him now on, uh, on Twitter. You can find uh, Tim Denning. I'll give you the uh, at Tim underscore Denning. Tim, T-I-M underscore D is in David. E is in Eric. N is in Nancy. N is in Nancy. I, N is in Nancy. G. He's an Aussie blogger. He reaches more than 30 million readers a month. Pretty cool guy. And I like what he has to say. So I just clicked follow. And I'm going to... Uh, tag him in this podcast when I post it on Twitter in a little bit. Anyway, welcome to the free Hughes from the Heart podcast. All I ask is that if you uh, like what you hear, to please share it with everyone you know. And uh, if you really, really like it, I'd love it if you supported the premium content. I work very hard every day to bring it to you at patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. Patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. And if you'd like to make a one-time contribution to uh, keep the heartbeat of Hughes from the heart going, I'd be eternally grateful. That's at paypal.me slash Radio Spencer. Paypal.me at Radio Spencer. So I'm an early riser, as many of you know. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is cracking. I finally, at age 49, hit puberty. I get up around 4.15 every morning. I do a uh, co-host a radio show in the morning here in western Washington called Daybreak. And uh, I co-host it with Jeff Slakey, who will remain nameless. And we've been doing the show. you got to understand, things are a little bit different. Since coronavirus, we've been doing the show from our remote home studios. He lives about 40 minutes from me. And so he's in Olympia, Washington. I'm in Mason County, Washington, in Grapeview. But with the magic of technology, we're able to do the show seamlessly together from our from our own homes. But we still get up early. He gets up even earlier than I do. And when we go into the studio, we go into the studio once a week. But before coronavirus, we were there obviously five days a week. And we'd get in around, he'd get in way before me. He'd get in closer to 340... Uh, 345, 4 o'clock, I'd get in around 4.30, 4.45. So I'm used to getting up early. We do the show. The show's actually on from 6 to 9 Pacific time. And then I go on to my day job, and the long day continues. But this caught my attention because I get up around 4 o'clock in the morning, give or take. And this piece by uh, Tim Denning uh, goes back a little ways, but it's still worth sharing. Whenever there's good advice, it's uh, timeless, I think. And the title of this is Why You Should Wake Up at 4 A.M. and Beat the Zombies. <laughs> at first, I thought he was playing a video game. I just saw the headline on Twitter. I'm like, uh, it was in my Twitter feed. I think that's how I found it this morning. And um, I thought maybe, you know, like to beat the zombies, like in a video game, get up early, stay up all night. you know. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. This is, this is from addictedtosuccess.com. So this is going to be some good advice. And he talks about how... The difference is massive from waking up, let's say, at 6 in the morning and 4 in the morning. And 
some people just say they're not morning people. I think anyone can be conditioned to be a morning person. I think nobody initially, ideally, wants to be up at the crack of dawn, right? I mean, our circadian rhythms aren't necessarily geared to be up before the sun is up. I think our circadian rhythms are uh, just through evolution and biology. When the sun comes up, we kind of get the sun in our eyes through the curtains and the shades, and we wake up. And then we go to bed when it gets dark and we're tired. And that's kind of the way I, I probably prehistoric humans <laughs> did things. They woke up, you know, when the sun you know, was burning their their eyelids open. And they go, oh, wow, now it's time to go, you know, catch some, uh, some tigers and some lions and uh, get some food for the tribe. And uh, here we go. And in the modern world, we're thinking, well, if I don't have to get up at four in the morning, why the hell should I be getting up at four in the morning? But he talks about how he was motivated by motivational speaker Eric Thomas, who's wonderful, and you can find many of uh, his videos on YouTube. That's where I get a lot of my positivity uh, intake every day is from YouTube, listening to it in the car, to the audio. Obviously, I'm not watching it while I'm driving. Falling asleep to some stuff, and then when I have time to watch a quick video here and there. And uh, even when I'm in the restroom, you know, I, I'm getting a little maybe TMI here. I will put on some earbuds, and I you know I don't like wasting time. If I'm going to be in the restroom, I want to be getting motivated, you know? So I'll watch some quick little videos even when I'm in the restroom or when I'm cooking, have it in the background and things like that. So he talks about, this is really, really cool, uh, five benefits of waking up at 4 a.m. Now, a lot of you are probably cringing at this. A lot of you may be just waking up and it's three in the afternoon and you're listening to this podcast. You don't have to take this to heart if you don't want to. They're just suggestions and some benefits of waking up early. Nobody's forcing you to do it. Tim's not forcing you to do it. Eric's not forcing you to do it. I'm not forcing you to do it. Number one on the list, you get to start the day with what you are passionate about. This is really, really cool because I'm passionate about podcasting. I'm passionate about radio. And I've said this before that... Uh, I get up at four because of the show. I mean, I have to get up at four because of the show. Even though I have to, I want to. Do you get that? I mean, I could have a job that I absolutely despise and hate and have to get up at four o'clock anyway. And then I'd be getting dressed and showered and get ready, brush my teeth uh, for a job that I do not like and I do not look forward to. But if you could start the day with what you're passionate about, it becomes easier to get up at the crack of dawn. Tim writes, waking up at 4 a.m. allows you to get right to your passion. This becomes possible because you most likely won't have any commitments like work at 4 in the morning. Well, I do, but he's talking about a lot of people don't. This gives you two to three hours each morning to smash at the activities that relate to your passion. When you then start work or traveling to work, let's say at 7 a.m., you have spent the first part of your morning being inspired, and this will help carry you through the rest of the day. What is it that you're passionate about? If it's poetry, wake up at four in the morning and write some poetry. If it's running, wake up at four in the morning and run. If it's if it's safe where you run, uh, you know, I live in the woods, so four in the morning I might bring out a mountain lion, so I don't know that I'm going to be running at four in the morning. I don't run anyway. The only time I run is when I'm being chased. Okay, if I'm being chased by somebody, then I run. Otherwise, I just sit there. Otherwise, I just sit there. I, I put the cheeseburger down. I'm calm. Everything's good. Okay. Tim continues, what happened to me and why I began waking up at 4 a.m. is that I analyzed my evenings. When I got home from work, I realized that I usually had lower levels of energy and didn't have what it took to go and do my passion. 
So because I was coming home and not being productive, I used Eric Thomas's advice and worked out that this evening time was wasted. I realized it would be better to go to bed early so I could wake up early and pursue my passion then. Number two, use the time you wake up as a measurement of your passion. The time you wake up is not only crucial to your success, writes Tim, it's also a measurement of your current levels of passion. Simply put, if you can't wake up early in the morning, then you are not passionate enough. That's interesting. He talks about the importance of sleep, because when I first read this, I thought, well, what is he saying here? Does he want us to get three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep? What is he talking about? He says right here, sleep is important and we need it, maybe even eight hours of it. But living each day with passion is just as important. I like that a lot. Number three, get a head start on everyone else. I feel this uh, a lot when I get up at four. And what's really kind of cool, I have to confess, is when I, since we've been doing the show from home because of coronavirus, and we do four shows from home and Mondays, which happens to be tomorrow. So tomorrow I will be in the radio studio. But the other mornings are cool because I get a head start on laundry. I get a head start on a whole bunch of different things. I can get things done in the background. During commercials and during segments, I can get things done. I have my home studio connected to the laundry room on the other side of the wall, so it's very accessible to get laundry done. And we have four kids living at home, my wife and myself, so that's six of us. It's a lot of laundry, and I, I you know, some of the kids do their own laundry once in a while, but I don't mind doing it, and I love tackling things so early. I can quietly get dishes done. I can quietly you know, spruce things up a bit around the house, get the cats fed, the rabbits fed, the dogs fed, things like that. We have a lot of animals. It's the Doolittle family here. But I do like that, getting a head start. And Tim continues, the way you become successful in any pursuit in life is to outwork everyone else. Now, I disagree a little bit there. I think it's a lot of elbow grease. It's a lot of hard work. It's also a lot of smart work. It isn't just about outworking everyone else. It's kind of outsmarting everyone else, right? We all know people that work four hours a day seemingly and are millionaires. And there are people that work 19 hours a day and are absolutely stone cold broke. So it isn't necessarily outworking everyone. It is and it isn't, in my opinion. It's also a lot of smart work too, not just the labor. We all know the stories of grandpa who worked in the coal mines his whole life, never saw his family, died at age 50 and had 10 cents in the bank. So it isn't necessarily just the uh, the elbow grease and the hard physical labor. It's also working smart. Okay. Number four, no one is awake and it's quiet. Ah, yes, and the internet in our woods is horrible, except at four in the morning when I can actually most days get a decent signal because the kids aren't streaming, the kids are asleep, nobody's uh, taxing the internet and things like that. And it is quiet. I love opening the windows in my podcast studio at four in the morning and the birds for whatever reason, are already out there going crazy, singing and singing up a storm. So it is. it does tend to be quiet. Tim writes, I have found that there is simply strangely, there is something strangely calming and inspiring by being awake at 4 a.m. I have started to feel like I'm doing something that will truly change the world because I want my dream so bad. Number five, you will have more time to do what you love. On top of your normal workday, writes Tim, waking up at 4 a.m. will give you extra time when your mind is the most relaxed and active to pursue your dream. You should at least find that you have an extra three hours per day that are now much more productive and focused. Three hours a day times seven days a week means you will have an additional 21 hours a week to play with. So good stuff here. This is from AddictedToSuccess.com, and it's a piece from a while back uh, by uh, Tim Denning who's a longtime contributor to uh, Addicted to Success, 
and his content has been shared millions of times. He's written multiple viral posts about personal development and entrepreneurship, and you can find him on Twitter at Tim underscore Denny. And again, D is in David, E is in Eric, N is in Nancy, N is in Nancy, I, N is in Nancy, G is in George. Tim underscore Denning, an Aussie blogger. Tim, nice to meet you. Thanks a lot for the inspiration for this podcast. It's 8.24 in the morning, not 4. This is my only day off totally during the week. And it's my honey-do list, so it's not even really a day off, but you know what I mean. I don't work today, so this is the one day where I don't have to set an alarm. Tomorrow, 4 a.m. it is. Take care, my friends. It's Hughes from the Heart again. If you like what you hear and you want to support the premium content, gosh, I'd be so eternally grateful I'd almost cry. Go to patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes and select a tier. They start at a dollar a month, which is three cents a day. And if you'd like to make a one-time contribution to the podcast to help us upgrade equipment and do things for the podcast and to promote Hughes from the Heart and our vision of kindness and compassion and love and tolerance and well-being and the law of attraction and mindfulness and meditation and minimalism and all that good stuff, I'd be eternally grateful for that as well. PayPal.me slash Radio Spencer. Thanks, my friends. Much love to all of you.